Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. Anybody want to jump, folks? <laughs> no, no. That's how we got here. How foul! This is the BBC and the colours cream. Ah, yes, well, the modern cream BBC. I remember the old days when it was brown. Brown! brown. Yes, the old brown BBC. Happy days. Brown is better. It doesn't show the dirt. <laughs> Not in this show it doesn't, mate. <laughs> And now, folks of the world, here is a special good skin microphone announcement in announcement oil. Ladies and gentlemen, fuel fuels. The Brown BBC presents the son of fun, that old Welsh favourite, Ned the Seagull. Stop! Stop! Thank you, fellow Welshman. It's Milligan of Puna. Men of Wales. How's that all Welsh marriage? Oh, me. <laughs> me and the little woman are very happy indeed, aren't we, love? I think you'd love you, my darling, the little fat legs, and the little chubby chops. You're beautiful with it, you see. And tell me, what's the little woman's name? <laughs> hey, uh, I call her simply. <laughs> what a tune that would make. Thank you. <laughs> Better at rehearsal. Next dance, please. And your line, though, name. Is you this, 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 Next time you're at your ironmonger, just open your mouth and say, Lumps. Yes, I'm grateful to Lumps. I had a hat that came down over my eyes. Then, one night, my wife winked. <laughs> now, thanks to Lumps, I'll have a clear view all the way around. <laughs> now, a word from our sponsor. Drawers! Next week, another word. <laughs> Tonight, tonight, by the magic of heck writing and worn cliché, we drag you half across an hour of putrescent dullness and hala hala producing the new brown BBC shade. But let the author tell you in his own words. Those were his own words. Ned of Wales, read the inscription on this crippled mango called Flan. Speaking of the new goatskin microphone, folks. The scene is 1900 and hunting, a lonely Sussex fishing village in Cornwall. <laughs> the brown cave, we call it. Oh, it is somewhere in the cliff face, overlooking the sea mile of beauty. <laughs> an old smuggler's cave with white hair. On a dark night, they do say a ghostly voice. 
Ghostly voice, ah! I'm squinting up the side. The smell of ghostly cooking. <laughs> Excuse me, I've got to get back to the mermaid theatre now. Taxi! Delicious. What is that excruciating brew you're sipping with that boot, Mariotti? Oh, taste, taste. Gad, what is it? Your laundry. <laughs> it's Pata Jala Sac Supreme. Gad, we English have never had it so good. Hey, what's for afters? She hasn't arrived yet. Ah, in the absence of a door, knock, knock. In the absence of a footman, come in. In the absence of a roof, hold this umbrella. Very good, All of your friends. Wait, wait, wait. You're Nettie Seagoon, the famous size. All lies, all lies, I tell you. I'm slipping. My potbell is nearly gone. I mean, look, look, I can still touch my toes. Tell you who I am. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Ned Seagoon, Seagoon the Elephant Man. Ah, you, you train elephants. No, they just call me Seagoon the Elephant Man. <laughs> Watch this. Splendid, Nitty. I didn't know you played the drums. <laughs> you see... <laughs> this mess of rags stooping over that fuming pot? None other than the great Moriarty. Trapeze artist extraordinaire. Him? A trapeze artist? Yes, Moriarty. Sketch a trapeze. No, no, no. I... I haven't got the time. Ten past three. Thank you. Look... Came here to borrow a shovel. <clears throat> I heard that during the Armada, a Spanish gallant went down off Brown Cove, and at low tide, you can dig for silver Spanish doubloons. Silver? Silver? That was the new stereophonic Moriarty. Is he ill? No, but for a fee, it could be a red. <laughs> For 100 pounds, he will contract Lurgy. <laughs> At present, the poor cunt is suffering from the Irish crook. <laughs> Here is a report on his health. This is a bank overdraft statement. Yes, a terrible disease. What's the cure? Alas, we've run short of the opiate to restore the roses to his knees. All that can save him, I fear, that the grown Mariotti. <laughs> his only hope is a tablespoonful of silver doubloons. Three times a day, forced down his unwilling wallet. I fear he'll be dead by sunup, I tell you. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I can try. Here, then, take this tax-free shovel inscribed Charlie and dig, Neddy. You should find a few doubloons, then this ailing son of the conf of France will give untold riches to the Salvatore. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'll get a French OBE and a Parisian Lord Taverner's tie. Don't worry, I'll get the doubloons. That traditional BBC whoosh terminates part one. 
We will now unpack Mr. Max Galbraith's nose and let him feel the full benefit of it. Oh boy, look, I got that old Dutch gong back. Am I going to have fun? The Spanish doubloons. Olé! By the way, that olé was my own idea. I'm not entirely without wit. Oh, oh, Hawks. Oh, you, you. I've been digging up doubloons for three weeks to save the French prince. The weather was bitter cold, and the snow lay three feet on my feet. Now a phone call in blue. Old-fashioned hand crank seizure phone. Hello, hello. Hello, Ned of Wales. Finn of Paris speaking. You've heard of Paris. What does it sound like? 
room where the windows are never closed. Oh, oh this bed is terrible. Um, uh, your breakfast, Major. Breakfast? What year? A vintage uh, 53. One of their finest years. Oh, Major Butler, I saw light in your window and a brown in the doorway, so I came in glasses first. Great news, Ned. Grit pipes paying for you to go on holiday. Have you any warm clothes? No, but I can get some cold ones and put them in the oven. <laughs> Here's your ticket, Ned. First class lift? Where am I going? I'm going to the seventh floor, Ned, away from it all. Do you know on a clear day you can see the clothesline opposite and Mrs. Buge in the bath? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ned. Bye. Elinga, go down and rifle his room with a rifle. Bye, yeah. lad. 
Get folks. Fancy a free trip to the seventh floor by a first class lift. Where are you going for? The seventh floor. Oh. Penelope and I went there last year, didn't we, dear? Yes, Lord. Carpelus was full of people from the basement. Wasn't it, dear? Yes, John. Is this the little woman? Yes, he's two foot six. <laughs> Take the seat for first Sydney McCorvey. Come on, Penelope, darling. And all kinds of stewed fruit and mutton. You like, like a bit of stewed fruit and mutton? No, thank you. I brought my lunch with me, yes. Yes. Yeah. What about it? Now, I got your ticket, mate. Oh, God. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we, it's here. It ain't it, it ain't it. It says your weight is 19 stone three pounds. Give me that. It's all lies, I tell you. I'm slimming, I tell you. I, I've, I've never been so light. <laughs> Ground floor again. <laughs> it wasn't till, I tell you, I'm as light as a feather. I... <laughs> Welcome back to your old basement. Did you have a nice time? Did you have nice weather or haven't you washed? Thank you. Oh, then. For the second part of your holiday, Ellington, harness up the coach and four and take Mr. Seagoon's parcel and two. Get up there! Hey, old silver! Whoa! Get back! Along the King's Highway you rumbled, our ducks at the full gallop. It was mid-January, and for the sake of the story, the coach was full of me and Ray Ellington. This can't be love because I feel so well No sobs, no sorrows, no sighs This can't be love because I feel so well My head is not in the sky my heart does not stand still Here it beats This is too sweet To be love This can't be love Because I feel so well My head is not in the sky So well, no sobs, no sorrows, no sighs. No, this can't be love because I 
pierce the well. My head is not in the sky. My heart does not stand still. Here it beats. Oh, this is too sweet to be love. This can't be love because I feel so well. My head is not in the sky. This can't be love. This really can't be love because I feel so well. Oh well, oh well, oh well, oh well, 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 oh well, well, oh well, well, oh 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 well. Now the Spanish doubloons part the hair. The stagecoach, get up! Whoa! Whoa! Back down! Go back, I said. What's the matter, driver? Why have we stopped? One of the horses got a puncture. <laughs> Which one? Me. What are you doing as a horse? I'll make a living too. But you look frozen. I'm an icicle. <laughs> okay, you win, folks. Um, I, do, I like doing the best of horses. That's my hobby. Yes, it's a hobby, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Al. I'll you. I'll cloud you. I'll never take nothing. Oh. Look, over there in part three, an old manor. I wonder who lives in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a coach from part two stopped outside. Hark, the hoot of an owl. She only gives one. Obviously, she doesn't give two hoots. (laughs) 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 They don't write tunes like that anymore. (laughs) Open the door. Right, sir. Forgot the key, didn't you? Ah, good evening. You ought to know. You're outside. You're inside in the warm. It seems a pretty healthy arrangement. Here's half a knicker. God, a wooden leg. I don't like this man. I don't like him either. Oh, I don't like him. Cool. How do you think I feel? I happen to be him. <laughs> <laughs> Look here. Our story is broken down. We're stuck for lodgings. You certainly are. What do you want? Bed and breakfast? Yes, please. I'll leave it outside. In the garden. <laughs> Very well, come in. Wipe your feet and your boots. (laughs) 
Hello. Gad, what a beautiful woman. <laughs> Take away from me, you naughty mind. You're the living image of my first, second, third, fourth, and fifth wives. Yo, I do impressions. <laughs> you joking devil. <laughs> Come, let's all sit round the fire. My name is Count Valentine Dial. I have one boy. That must be your son, Dial. <laughs> You're dropping him all the way. Hooray for Gurton. Yes, my son Dial's a strange boy. He spends all his life collecting the silver milk bottle tops. Sacks of them. He takes them away, heaven knows where, and buries them. Where goes the plot, folks? <laughs> For years, he lived in South America on safari. For months, he was trapped in the Amazon. Couldn't he get the door open? <laughs> no. He was collecting rare South American pianos for the zoo. This one is stuffed. Let me... <laughs> let me let you hear the exotic, stuffed beauty of it. <laughs> there, that mellow, exotic, delicate, beautiful phrase, Peruvian melody. I composed it especially for myself. What do you call it? I call it Fred. <laughs> Suddenly, Count Dahl's face took on a maniacal aspect. The advance on us laughing insanely. Look out, he's got a knife! Yeah. And a spoon! <laughs> what? I'm off! And so, folks, because Neddy was off, I didn't eat him. Don't, don't you worry, folks. Better payoffs are being arranged at this very moment. This story started with silver doubloons. Let us join Thin as he dines at the Hotel Splendide. Mm, an excellent meal, Moriarty. Why do you keep me chained under the table? Waiter, the bill. Oui, messieurs, it is 10,000 francs in French. Will these silver Spanish doubloons suffice? These are milk bottle tops. Yes, foiled by filk muttle bottles. <laughs> there now, folks, that didn't hurt, did it? <laughs> Incidentally, I played the part of the French waiter. Good night. <laughs> As John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.